Good morning, Central Kentucky and those listening around the world on the podcast. This is Skinny. Welcome to Skinny on the Home. I'm your host, Jimmy Skinny McKinney. We are brought to you by 84 Lumber Company. Summer is not here anymore. Dang it. Where did summer go? (laughs) I need to update my notes here. So it's fall. Fall is here. It is a great time to think about those possible spring projects coming up. You know, these fall projects, we're doing a lot of uh, decks and screened-in porches. So 84 Lumber, even with lumber prices, we had them on the show last week. If you got, if you missed any of that, we were talking about lumber prices and logistics and uh, the ups and downs and lumber pricing. Go to 84lumber.com and... You can. There's three locations here in Central Kentucky. They've got one in Georgetown, Versailles, and Lexington. And um, our contact there is Marcus here in Lexington. Give him a call. All right. We're giving you the skinny on home improvement, remodeling, designing, or building. Whether you're doing it yourself, having a friend or relative help, or hiring a professional. So skinny on the home is here talking about the latest products, trends, designs, techniques. Hey, this week we're going to talk about kind of some home improvement topics that's on your mind as a fellow DIYers, but also things that as a homeowner you need to do that are kind of important to your home that you may not be doing or that you haven't even thought of. Or some of us, I was looking at some of these on this list today as I was going through. I don't even know if I've done this to my house. So it's some things that are easy little projects that you can do yourself and things that don't take a lot of time to do. It's just getting the right tools and equipment. You know, my grandfather always, and I think my dad always said too, you know, if you have the right tool, it makes it go a lot easier. So trying to fit a, don't try to fit a round uh, peg in a square hole. All right. Again, podcast, give us a like there. We're trying to increase that listenership as well. Again, Skinny on the Home, search your podcast player. You can find our previous shows and also guests that we have on the show, articles that I talk about, links. All those are in the notes on the podcast, so that's easily, you can find those, click on the links. Contact information is there as well. So you get a little bit more information on the podcast. And if you're like me, I listen to a lot of podcasts at one and a half, two times, so you can hear me talk like a chipmunk if you speed it up. So, (laughs) All right. So we're going to get into some of the things, this is titled, the most things that most homeowners aren't doing but need to. The first one on the list is cleaning inside the dryer and the dryer vent. You know, the buildup of lint, things inside of cabinets, nationwide, believe it or not, causes 15,000 fires every year. So lint escapes through the tiny gaps around the edges of the dryer drum and goes out the exhaust. Sometimes... We've seen, you know, bird's nests or rodents or damage from dryer vents. Sometimes you have a dryer vent that comes out maybe the bottom close to the ground and you've you've hit it with a weed eater and it's, you know, the cover's gotten damaged or the flapper maybe doesn't work as much anymore. So cleaning out those dryer vents to get good airflow, depending on how long your vent is, what kind of vent is there, if it's a plastic vent, if it's a metal vent, they've come a long way in the newer vents when you install them. Want to check that. Inside the dryer too, I don't know about the dryer that we have, when you take out the lint, 
I don't think there's there's hardly a vacuum hose that would fit down in that cavity to clean out. And I always look down there, and there's always just piles and piles of lint down in there. Well, we found this. There's a it's a long, about two foot long wire brush that's got kind of an end to it. It's kind of like reminds me of like a toilet bowl pr- brush, but it's real skinny and thin. And you can bend it and shape it and do all these things. You can easily find those on Amazon or one of those online places. But that's that's a great thing that you can do to get some of that out. Just finding some different attachments for your, you know, a little shop vac or long crevice tool that you can have. I took uh, I took an end of a toilet paper, or not toilet paper, a paper towel, the middle piece of that, kind of taped that around the end of a crevice tool, kind of elongated it, and that that allowed me to get some out too. So there's creative ways, but just check your dryer vents. That's an easy one too. Now, if your dryer vents up on the second floor coming out of the house, you know, just, you may need a ladder and just be careful doing those things. So there are companies out there that do dryer vent cleaning and uh, duct cleaning and things like that. So if, you know, if it's been, a, if your house is older, maybe you've got a heat and air system, your house is 25, 15, 20, 25 years, 30 years old or older. Maybe you want to clean out your duct work as part of that. There's companies that will do the duct cleaning and do that dryer vent cleaning for you as well, giving you that peace of mind that all that is cleaned out. All right, next on the list, we have cleaning faucet aerators. Okay, so you ever notice if you're ever complaining about water pressure or the flow of your faucet, maybe it's maybe it was coming out faster years ago and now it's not well even in central kentucky we have a lot of lime limestone that builds up calcium build up in the water and if you you know have those white crusties sometimes around your faucet things like that well take uh the bottom of your faucet can screw off right there where the water comes out there's a little just the the aerator is attached to the piece there just unscrew that and uh, clean those out. You might have a little bit of debris in there. If you've had some uh, work done, one thing that if you've had some work done plumbing-wise, maybe you changed out a faucet, sometimes even a new faucet will flow go a little slower because maybe the lines didn't get flushed out when you're when you were changing those out. Maybe some debris got in the water line, so that could cause some clogs and stuff as well. So check those aerators. They're they're found on almost all kitchen and bath faucets. If the water flow is slow or becomes uneven, there's a clog that usually is the issue there. So, all right, number two on the list for we're going through the projects, things you can do as a homeowner that maybe you're not doing. Clean the oven door. You know, built up spills and remnants of old food and liquids inside ovens can cause smoke and smells. So if you've uh, noticed every time you turn the oven on, you've got that smell going on. First time we moved into our, I think our current house, we hit the oven clean button and man, we wish we were out of the house that <laughs> burns all that stuff up, turns it into ash, but whoo, makes the house stink. So pick a nice uh, today, today, tomorrow, man, if you're anywhere close to Lexington, the weather is great. Mid seventies, perfect day to open up all the windows, turn on the fans and hit the clean button on the oven and uh, take care of that. All right. Next on the list. We have cleaning the bath fan. So, you ever your bath fan in your bathroom that 
you know, a lot of us, some mine, I've got some that just probably make more noise than get things out. If you notice that you have your bath fan on and you're still getting a lot of built up steam and things on mirrors and things like that, well, maybe you're, the flow is restricted a little bit. You're not getting enough moisture out. So, you know, household dust and moisture, humidity, all combine that and basically create a atmosphere to that just cakes on and just um, sits there on exhaust fans. So every now and then, look up. There, if you've got some dust around those, just a lot of those pull down fairly easy. They're in a little track that you can just pull those straight down. You could even take them off, spray them off, wash them, or you can take a shop vac and uh, clean those out. The grills usually come off pretty easily. Pull those down. There's uh, usually two springs on the side that you have to clamp, squeeze together, and then the whole thing can come out. So, Wash the trash can. That's a, that's an easy one to do. That uh, Sometimes I get in a hurry, and I'm always just pulling the bags out and going on and putting another one in, not even paying attention to what's down on the bottom. But, uh, you know, that's where all the germs... And everybody's touching the trash can usually. So, you know, a couple times a week or maybe once a week, get those liners out, spray those out, disinfect it. They recommend once a month, wash it out, bleach it, clean it with some hot water, getting those out. So probably, Megan, are you a regular trash can washer in your house? Maybe maybe twice a year. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's about that's about what I do. So... All right, the next on the list. This is uh, going over things, again, you can do in your home. Vacuuming a mattress. So despite being covered with sheets and a mattress cover, your mattress still gets dirty. So it's a good idea to periodically vacuum it, spot clean it, airing it out outdoors when the sunshine. Again, this next couple of days, it's going to be great. It's a perfect weather for outdoor fire pits and roasting marshmallows. So airing out your mattress, I don't know if I've ever done that, but the uh, I do know my kids like to eat popcorn, and it seems to be on my side of the bed. You know, it's not my wife's. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, sometimes those crumbs fall down in there, and uh, you need to get some things cleaned out. So that can help get some of that musty smell out of those mattresses and things like that. All right, number, I don't know what number it is. Next one on the list were wipe down the walls. So, you know those Swiffer sweepers that you use on the floor for dust? You just put the cloth on there. Take that same thing and use it for the walls. You know, especially behind furniture and in areas where you just don't get to or walk by or things like that can have a lot of dust build up. So just check check those, but just take that Swiffer and get the walls wiped down. You might find that that you don't necessarily need a fresh coat of paint. You just want to get the dust off the walls and you got brand new looking walls again. You know, that those Swiffer, like I said, those Swiffer floor mops are not just for cleaning hardwood floors. Use them to dust the interior walls, trim, attach a dry cloth to it. And uh, just, that's a good, that'd be a good job for the kids. All right, kids, get the Swiffers, get the walls wiped down before I get home. Just kidding. Hey, uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Skinny on the home. All right, welcome back. This is Skinny. Welcome back to Skinny on the Home, brought to you by 84 Lumber Company. Stop by your local 84 Lumber Company, either in Georgetown, Lexington, or Versailles. You can go to 84lumber.com, get all the information, see what they have in stock. 
we're talking about things we need to do as homeowners, maybe that we're not doing that we should do. And uh, so we've we've cleaned out the dryer, we've aerated the uh, faucets; they're flowing better. We've uh, cleaned the oven, we've cleaned the bath fans, we're washing the trash can, vacuuming the mattresses, wipe down the walls. Well, that's pretty much the whole house is clean now. <laughs> so, what's next on the list? Ah. Oh. Man, this one. Do fridge maintenance. Refrigerator maintenance. Woo! Yay, I want to clean my fridge. How many of us have some leftovers in the back that are growing, making a science project? And that's what you tell your kids, right? It's in there and say, no, leave that there. That's a science project. We're going to learn some new science experiments. (laughs) No, if you've got some things in there, you might need to clean them out. But spend about 30 minutes on these in the fridge, you know, some of these things, not just inside the fridge, but will help service calls and help your refrigerator last longer. Sometimes a repairman on a fridge can cost just as much as a new fridge sometimes. So little things like at the bottom, you know, that vent that's down there, that's most most fridges that will pop off and then get get a vacuum cleaner. There's all kinds of dust and things that are there. Pull your fridge out every now and then. But be careful. There's if you have a water line hooked up to your fridge, depending on your water line, some of us have the old copper line that's up there. When you pull that out and if you push it back, you can create a pinch in the copper line. So just be careful if you're going to pull your refrigerator out. And just make sure there's nothing on top of the fridge before you pull it out. So you don't want the pots and pans or the bread box to fall on you when you uh, pull your fridge out. So you may even, you know, my does anybody have a bread box anymore? My grandfather used to make those that, you know, slide up and down, have the little door. We still have one of those. All right, washing the deck is next. So exposed to the elements year-round, you know, decks take a beating, especially if you've got uh, some areas, if you've got a lot of vegetation in your yard and you notice there's always like a like some green moss or mildew that's on the deck. Washing that so that that won't eat into the wood over the years. You know, just a reminder, I tell people all the time, just because it's pressure-treated doesn't mean it's forever. Even pressure-treated posts that uh, back years ago, you would dig a hole, put the post in the ground, fill up dirt around it. Well, that post can still rot out and things over the years. So just want to keep some maintenance on those, keep water. If you've got some pitting right there with your post, meaning that the the dirt's maybe washed away, and maybe it's an opportunity that water just sits there. Maybe add a little bit of dirt, help that water shed away from those those posts, so it's not just sitting there. But uh, cleaning that and uh, keeping the proper maintenance on that, staining and whatnot. All right, next on our list of projects we can do around the house that we probably should be doing, but we're probably not. I know I haven't done most of these. Is uh, next is washing the dishwasher. Wait a minute, the dishwasher is always already washing. Why would you wash the dishwasher? So the uh, you'd think your dishwasher post dishwashing would already be clean, right? Wrong. So sometimes those food little particles and things get down in all the nooks and crannies. And I know opening a dishwasher, you know, around the edge, there's a a rubber seal, kind of like you know on your on your front doors and things like that. 
keeps air out, but it keeps the water inside the dishwasher where it's supposed to be, right? Take a rag and wipe around that and look at that. You might find some black that comes off, and that's a, you know, part of a maintenance and keeping those seals good and fresh and those things. So just, yeah, food bits find their way in all the nooks and crannies of your dishwasher, leading to bad smells. Eventually, your dishes not getting as clean as you'd like them to get clean. So we occasionally run, uh, we'll run a load with just uh, vinegar. I don't know if you're, but that, that helps sometimes. We do that in the washer too, maybe on our list down here. But some of us, if you have those front-loading washers, you ever, we, ours, we got ours back in, Let's see, how long have I been married? 18, 15, maybe 16, 16 years ago. But we got the front loading, and then we noticed a smell from the washer all the time. Well, now we just leave, we leave the, the door open, but occasionally we'll run a, a cycle of vinegar through the washer too, and that helps. So wash the dishwasher. Sounds like an oxymoron, but hey, that's what they tell us to do, right? All right, so next on the list, the cleaning the garbage disposal splash guard. Yeah, I've done that a few times at, uh, and because um, that just gets built up in there and it starts getting slimy and all that, all that stuff that's in there. So if your kitchen smells bad or if you can notice a smell coming from there, you know, take a toothbrush or things, lift up the bottom, that little black, flange of plastic stuff that's down there for the garbage disposal kind of pull up the back side of it and you might see that there's a lot of buildup and mildew and things on there that needs to get cleaned off of there and so we're going through our list today of things we can do as homeowners to work through this some of these you know might require professionals to do but this one kind of important this time of year as we get into the fire wood and fireplace season Get your chimney checked. If you've got a wood-burning fireplace, you know, have that checked for that creosote, which is the debris from it burns. It gets stuck to the side in there. A lot of those can cause fires, so you want to have that regularly cleaned. If you don't have a wood-burning, you maybe have a gas. <clears throat> there was, I know last year we had ours, you know, the pilot lights on, so if you've left your pilot light on year-round, that's fine. We left ours on. Sometimes we turn it off and then relight it in the wintertime. We noticed the pilot light kept going off, and I couldn't figure out why. I mean, we the when we lit the pilot light, the air is bled out, and the gas is going. It wasn't that we didn't have gas to the house or anything. Well, I called my fireplace installer, and he said, you've probably got some dust inside the line, so take a straw hook the straw on the end of that line and just blow on it. Make sure you have eye protection. I've learned that the hard way. But you might have some dust in all those little holes where the gas comes up and makes the flames and inside the pilot light. So if your pilot light keeps going out on your fireplace, turn it off, turn the gas off, get a straw, blow that out, or get a shop vac, clean around that. Might uh, clear that up for you. Regular maintenance, little things like that. All right. Next on our list is wash the vinyl siding. <sighs> so, though vinyl siding trend tends to stay fairly clean, occasionally you'll develop harder to clean stains that might um, 
need more than just a quick spray from the hose or a pressure washer. So some of those areas might be hard to get to. They make all different kinds of solutions. Uh, there's, I have a company that actually went to high school with him. He does a lot of pressure washing and cleaning of houses and siding. If you want his information, you can give me a call at the office. I can uh, recommend that to you. The office number for Jane R. Construction is 225-0162. If you need any anything that we talk about, you need a recommendation. And I also want to point out, so I was at a house yesterday and um, seeing if it was the right fit for us and project. And the, the homeowners were uh, pretty savvy DIYers, you know, did a lot of the guy, there was a basement bathroom that they did on their own, laid their own tile, did all those things. So the project we were looking at, he could pretty much do it himself, except the pieces that he was stuck on were the f- framing and the drywall. So I just simply, I recommended our one of our couple of our framing contractors or some guys that could do some framing and a couple of our drywall um, companies that we use. And uh, you know, I'm I'm a fan of DIYers. I love it when people do projects themselves. You know, our company is uh, we we've got plenty of work praise god but uh, if you need help and you just need a contractor here or there give me a call we can recommend that for you too so hey stay tuned we'll be right back with more things we need to be doing as homeowners to keep maintenance up on our house welcome back this is skinny welcome back to skinny on the home i'm your host jimmy skinny mckinney we're talking through some things that most homeowners aren't doing or need to do to our homes to uh, help keep that maintenance up. And even if you're listening, maybe you don't own a home, these are some things to think about as you go in to purchase a home or thinking about buying a home, things that you can do to help get you prepared for that experience. All right, next on our last one we wrapped up was washing the vinyl siding. Next on our list is blowing out soffit vents. So if you look up on your house, there's an overhang from the from the building to where the gutter is. That's your soffit, and there's some vents up there. Now, some of us may have a conditioned attic, meaning that we maybe you spray foamed your whole roof deck. Well, you may not have venting that or even vents that need to be cleaned out anymore because you've conditioned the whole space. We did that. We did that in our house. We finished off our attic, spray foamed the entire roof deck. And so we don't need to vent anymore there. But most of us have, you know, attic space, you have blown in insulation over time, wind and things through gable vents can move some insulation around. So during the, you know, it'll save you on your air conditioning cost in the summer, but also protect your roof from condensation in the wintertime. So having that proper ventilation. So just, you're going to need you know, of course, a ladder to get up there. You want to wear some eye protection, a dust mask, and then uh, you're going to need a compressor that's got an attachment that you can blow uh, air out. But you can take, yeah, don't don't sit there with a straw and try to blow. <laughs> you'll you'll uh, go dizzy and fall off the ladder. So don't don't be, don't be doing that. But get a if you got an air hose and you can blow that off. Don't spray water up there that'll cause your insulation to get wet don't don't do that but use a use an air hose blow that out and that'll free up those vents you can get some proper ventilation now here's another one that i didn't even think about but it makes sense 
So using the same air attachment for your air hose to blow things out, clean clean out the weep holes. So what is a weep hole? So a lot of us in your, depending on the age of your house and type of windows you have, but if you look at the bottom of your windows on the outside, there might be a little slit or an area where basically if water hits the sash, comes down into that seal that's there, it's got to have a place to get out. So there's a little place right there. And over time, that can cause mold and mildew buildup and may just need to be wiped off. But take a air attachment to your hose there and spray that off. So weep holes may be the tiniest feature of many sliding windows, vinyl replacement windows, but they serve a big function. You know, the little holes located at the exterior bottom of the frame are an outlet for rainwater to drain away from the home. But they often can become clogged with debris especially even sometimes after installing them. You've got a new construction house. Maybe you live in a newer house. This may not be something you think about, but sometimes the windows are already installed. Then they're doing insulation. Then they're doing drywall and those things and getting those things cleaned out. Some dust and debris might get down in that seal and the first couple of rains you have, the next thing you know, your window's clogged up. And then two years, three years later, you've got inside, you've noticed maybe you've got some water spots on the drywall and Maybe you have water that's coming in because that is clogged on the weep hole. So check those on that. You know, you can also make sure they're working properly by spraying the outside with a garden hose and make sure you have a steady stream of water coming out those exit holes of those weep holes. If it doesn't, you know, you can, again, use compressed air, maybe even a wire hanger. If you don't have a an air compressor for the weep holes, an old wire hanger can maybe clear up some things there. Retest that with some water again. Make sure you've got good flow coming out of there. Next on our list, wiping down doorknobs. That's a good one. So we all have them. We all touch them. So that's probably, you know, but when's the last time that you cleaned your doorknobs? It only takes a few minutes killing all the lingering germs. You know, use a bleach-based cleaner. Say that 10 times real fast. Just be careful not to get any on the wood doors and trim that could affect the finish. And there are some hardware finishes that certain things that you spray on them could tarnish the finish. So make sure you check and see maybe what kind of doorknobs you have before you wipe those down with different cleaners. But yeah, if you're going to use a bleach or like a Clorox wipe or something like that, just try not to hit the woodwork or the paint around it could cause some wearing of that finish. So. All right, next on our list of things that most of us homeowners need to do in maintenance around the house, check the HVAC condensate line. So this time of year, your air conditioner, you're using it a little bit less. You know, we talked about if your condensation, if your heat pump is up in your attic, you know, there might be insulation around it. Things can get down in the tray, get clogged up. I know we have a house that, just dust, even from the furnace filter, having a furnace filter in there still gets through, gets clogged up in that line. And we take a shot back at the end of our condensation line and shot back that out uh, a couple times a year. My uh, quick story, my brother at his house, he has a condensation from the HVAC, goes into a little pump. That pump goes out to another tube that clicks on 
well, if all that's working great and there's no debris in there, that's it works great. But then if that gets clogged, he had his basement flooded twice now from the condensation pump from his heat and air that he had to replace carpet padding and clean out and fans. And, you know, I love my brother, but he's always calling me that if I've got any fans or things like that. I'm just kidding. It's not that often. But if he's listening, love you. Hey, but no, check your condensation lines. Uh, a lot of, sometimes they might be inside the walls and they're on the outside. They may be your outside unit. If you see a small line that's coming out, sometimes it's finished in copper. Sometimes it may be PVC white. You can easily hook a shop back up to the end of that, clean that out and just uh, make sure that's running and cleared out good. Next on our list, monitoring your water heater. You know, to you can extend the life of your water heater. You can go online and uh, search that, but it's things you're supposed to drain the water heater. It gets a lot of debris and sediment and things out of there over the years. I know recently, we uh, luckily where our hot water heater is, there's a drain pretty close to that. And I went down and, well, I noticed we weren't getting any hot water in a shower. And so I thought maybe maybe the pilot light went out or something like that. So went down in the basement and checked. Well, the water heater had busted, and it just had a slow leak coming out of the bottom of it. And I was like, whew, I'm glad it, I was home when this happened. But So I was able to turn the water off and uh, get my plumber out. And we actually upgraded to, at this point, because we had a gas hot water heater, we went to non-demand to where it's it's completely tankless, and that's great. If those of you, any, we do a lot of those with JNR Construction with a lot of remodels we do. They save space. You can put them in a cabinet. Again, the venting and all those things, you want to have a plumber look at that, see where that, because you have to have fresh air in and fresh and the air to go out for the exhaust. We put ours in and, you know, we can take two, three showers at the same time and not, and have plenty of hot water uh, for everybody in the house, plus running the dishwasher laundry, all those things going at the same time. So just keep an eye on your hot water heaters if you need to do some regular maintenance. A lot of your plumbing companies uh, can do a routine maintenance for you that just come out, you know, once a year, drain those, flush it, look at it, uh, make sure everything's going good. You know, because sometimes the, the life of a hot water heater sometimes can be less than 10 years, but on average, I think it's between 10 and 15 years for those. So next on the list, clean your outdoor lights. Like anything that lives outdoors, your outdoor light fixtures get dirty. Get in the habit of cleaning and inspecting your outdoor lights once a year, especially checking for any pest nests. You know, the heat provided by outdoor lighting, depending on your light bulbs and things like that. If you have rodents or bird's nests or built up cobwebs, things like that over the years. And you know, having that, if your lights stay on overnight, those things heat up, can cause uh, some damage there. So just check your outside lights and see if those need to be cleaned going around those. So, hey, we're working our way through this list. We may not get it all today, but stay tuned. We'll be right back. We've got some more, going to get into some more cleaning and tips and maintenance things for your house that we can all do as homeowners. We'll be right back. Skinny on the home. 
welcome back. This is Skinny. Back to Skinny on the Home. Your host Jimmy Skinny McKinney. We are going through uh, kind of things we can do as homeowners, tips. You know, it's a great time of year to do a lot of these things because we're in the fall. It's not too hot. We can do a lot of these things and get everything ready for the winter coming up. All right, going through here, we just talked about cleaning outdoor lights. Next on the list, cleaning closets. Oh, yeah, that's a good time. Getting all the summer stuff out, get the winter stuff in. Cleaning closets. Because floors are often covered with stored items and clothes block access to walls, closet cleaning is often neglected. So, But who wants to put clean clothes in a dirty closet, right? So maybe once a year or once a season, make it a point to wipe down walls, the trim, the shelves. Give it a good vacuum. Dust can pile up in closets and in those corners for that. So give that a good clean. Next on the list, removing garage grime. So your garage floor is bound to get dirty, but if you haven't swept it or washed it in years, it might be time to clean it out. So you think about, you know, we're walking in and out. Most of us, if we have a garage, that's our, might be our entrance we use most of the time. So just getting that walking path and those things, if you have a walking path, you know, I don't, we haven't uh, parked our cars in our garage for a little bit. So we've got some things in there, but maybe you've, it's just time to clean that out. A lot of times, even parking in there, when we do park in there, you know, salt from the road and getting in the wintertime. So a lot of times spring is a good time for that. But if it's been a while, get that. I use a regular, you know, I just use my leaf blower a lot and uh, blow that out, keeping things out. Next on the list, uh, we talk about wiping down doorknobs and the germs that are on that because everybody touches it. But another thing that everybody touches is light switches. So wiping down your light switches, just think about how many times a day, you know, you're in and out flipping switches on and off. So no matter how clean you think your hands are, each time you touch the light switch, you know, we're spreading those germs. So wiping those down regularly, get those disinfected. Again, just be careful with the type of solution and if you use a bleach-based wipe or wipe down, you know, just the trim around it or the the walls, the paint around it, or even sometimes some of us have some different light switches and different finishes. So just be, just be careful there on your finishes. Next is clearing out the keyboard. So in, di- in addition to your germs on your hands, your keyboard collects food crumbs, hair, dead skin cells, all those things. So maybe you have a laptop, you know, every couple months, use a compressed air, spray those out. You know, you can use cotton swabs with rubbing alcohol to wipe down between the keys, clean those off as a regular good way to keep germs down and those things. So next uh, we have cleaning the coils. So this is part of the refrigerator I was talking about. You know, when's the last time you cleaned behind the refrigerator, including the coils? So periodically cleaning the coils, you know, takes about 15 minutes can help reduce electricity bills while also extending the life of your refrigerator. So maybe about every six months, so twice a year, maybe it's season change, you know, fall, spring, just roll that refrigerator out behind there, take a shop vac, clean all that out. Again, just watch your water lines, depending on the type of water line you have on there. 
Okay, here's where we get down to the washer. So washing the washer, again, got to wash the dishwasher. What? The dishwasher's already washing itself. So we talked about that. So washing the washer. Just because your clothes, you're washing clothes regularly, it doesn't mean your washer doesn't need to be cleaned. So they recommend once a month run an empty load with just hot water and bleach to uh, clean that out on the inside, especially the front loaders. But then check your seals around there. You know, again, like in the dishwasher where the door closes and opens around there. And then we had a, I didn't know it, but up up on our front loader, you know, where you put in the detergent and the fabric softener and all that, we had some issues with ours was messing up and we got an error message. Well, was that box needed to be cleaned out? So we were able to pull that whole thing out, clean that out, run some vinegar. We ran some... I like to run vinegar through a cycle every now and then, too, on ours. All right, next, uh, cycling through pillows. So you don't need to wash your pillows every week like you do your sheets, but every three months or so, throw them in the washing machine on a gentle cycle with some hot water, remove all the dead skin cells, sweat. You know, sometimes a lot of us get hot during the night. We've got our pillow slips on there. You still might sweat through that. And it gets in there. So, and when it says, and when dying, when, sorry, and when drying, add a couple clean tennis balls to help speed up the drying process, keep the pillow guts from clumping up. So, some dryer balls and things like that, or even putting some tennis balls in there will help uh, speed up that, that drying cycle. All right. Hey, there's, uh, my old producer, Brad, just walked in. Love, Brad. You're doing a great job. Keep up the good work, buddy. Hey, so I want to, we're going to kind of, I'll get to a few more of those, but I wanted to, you know, one thing I do with my guests is we kind of have the bonus round. And I was thinking, you know, I don't think I've ever done the bonus round myself. So you don't know what my answers would be. So I'm going to give you some of my answers to these. All right. So here's the skinny skinny on the home bonus round for skinny. <laughs> Can I say skinny one more time? All right. You you want to come in? You gonna, Brad going to, you going to be my, my bonus round guest. Hold on. Got to turn, got to turn the mic up. Here we go. Oh, not too loud. You'll be scr- squelching at us. My name is the bottom line. I don't know who this Brad person is, but I am the bottom line here on the Skinny McKitty Show, jrcsi.com. <laughs> hey, uh, you're going to be my guest real quick. So, <laughs> so my, Megan's telling you to get out. No, so. no, 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 no. Hang on, Pay hang no on attention to Megan. She doesn't know what she's talking about. God bless her here at Christian Broadcasting. But it's the bottom line visiting JRCSI and Jimmy Skinny McKinney. The bottom line is in here. All right. Yes. Sorry, bottom line. Here's here's here our bonus round for yes. you. Yes. I've never here. heard these questions. Do you match your socks? Oh, of course. Absolutely. You have to, you know, shoes have to, the socks have to match. Yes, you can't walk around with non-matching socks. That's ridiculous, why? Skinny. Why not? Why? Why do you have to match your socks? Because you got to be professional. You're a professional, Skinny. Well, I'm a professional. I don't match my socks. Well, that's your See, problem. Like, here's my my blue and green and you're married. And black How many kids on here? How many kids and do look you at have? This one. I have three kids. You have three kids? Yeah, so you've given up on life. You just walk around wearing sweatpants all the time. You don't care. You're like Costanza from Seinfeld. It doesn't matter. You've given up. You've got a married three kids. It's over for you. No, it doesn't matter what you life look is like. just starting. Some of us who are who are, who are lifelong bachelors like me, dude, 
Yeah, we we gotta still look good, you know. Hey, I, this is the style, man. I've got oh, it I've is got boots, and now the end of my I've I've been told by my teenage daughters that this is what's in style. So I just roll up the end of my pants. Oh, it is. Do you and think show they... the socks off? See, Megan's agreeing with me. She's well. Know. Do you think we've ever paid attention to Megan here at Christian Broadcasting? Maybe that's why Very you're still rarely. single. Is you're not keeping up with the latest fashion trends? Well, yeah. And it maybe a wife will pay, pay attention to that kind of stuff. Oh, look at Brad. He's looking kind of snazzy with his non-matching socks. You don't think those teenage <laughs> girls of yous are you are maybe making fun of you behind their backs? Maybe pointing and laughing and grabbing their stomachs as no. you walk away with those matching socks, saying, oh, "We got no. one over." on dad this time <laughs> see exactly you <laughs> gotta right. know your clientele there skitty yeah well let's let's we'll do a test so okay for the next 90 days don't match your socks and see if you get a date you're crazy <laughs> first of all i always match my socks and b i'm very happy in my current relationship so i will be not be looking for dates so please i know megan's on the phone lines and the phones are ringing off the hook now that you might get a date from the bottom line i'm sorry megan you'll have to hang up on all these people Please tell these uh, many people who are calling in that I am uh, not available at the current right, time for dates. Let's get yes. through it. Here, yes. here we go. Yes. Ice cream or chocolate bar? Ice cream, yeah. Okay, ice cream. Yeah. Puppies or kittens? Oh, dogs. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, all I'm, right, not, yeah. I'm not one nice. of those cat ladies like uh, Megan is over here with all the uh, you know <laughs> 17 cats in your house. You can't keep track of who's who. Yes. Hot, humid day, sunny, or 70 degree, spring day, raining? Oh, it's got to be hot, man. I'm yes. going. I'm going to be out in the desert or Hawaii one of these days. So it's yeah. I'm at, it's, the, I'm at the lake. Yeah, it, I, yeah. I'm going to be Hawaii, and these seven o'clock night games will start at two o'clock in Hawaii. That'll that'll be me, absolutely. All right, we got one minute. Let's see if we can get through the rest of these. Snowing. Stay inside or go outside. Stay inside. Who wants to get pneumonia? Get outside and get snowboarding, man. I'm old. Throw some snowballs. My, my age starts with a five now. I can't go out and throw snowballs anymore. I'm old. <laughs> and my socks match. <laughs> Mustard or ketchup? Oh, ketchup all the way. Oh. Ketchup. I put ketchup on everything. You know, everything hey, breakfast is all right, ketchup. Here, here's the bottom line bottom on line. skinny. So favorite book or recent book you've read, not including the Bible? Art of War. Art of War. Art of War. Most battles are won before they're even fought. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Hey, thanks for popping in on us today. Well, I mean, you know, this show is great anyway, so I thought I would bring it down to the bottom line level by doing it to hey, bottom line stuff. tune in to bottom line. You can hear Brad. Saturdays and Sundays on another sports station in oh, yeah. town. All right. yes. See you later. This is Skinny.